I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. Gather round the campfire, everyone. It's time for the, the Connor and Smith, Smith Show. Uh, tell us a story. So tonight... Sorry, there was a pause. There was. <laughs> it's a dramatic pause. So tonight we're talking to the unsettling toy removal and rehoming company. Um, we first teed this up uh, on Short Attention Span Sunday last week. Um, so for those of you who haven't heard that yet, hit pause, go back, listen to that one, then come back to us here. Um, I, this is a, I have so many questions. This is an amazing idea. And uh, I was just made aware of it through an article on some newsletter I subscribed to like a week or two ago. Um, so we're going to talk to them right after this. We'll be right back. From award-winning journalist and author Michael Lee Pope, The Ghosts of Alexandria, his spellbinding book tells of historical intrigue the brutal beginnings of a port city, romances that end in tragedy, restless spirits like the tomb of the female stranger who's said to haunt Gadsby's tavern, and the three falling ghosts of the Carlisle House. Explore the supernatural journey of the ghosts of Alexandria, available at ArcadiaPublishing.com. For generations, people in Fairfax, Virginia have heard tales of the Bunny Man, now, Bunny Man Brewing offers a tasty array of high-quality microbrews with a rotation of unique flavors. Come by to have a sample, and maybe even catch a glimpse of the legendary hopper. But bring a friend, because you don't ever want to drink alone. Check our hours and see what's on tap at BunnyManBrewing.com. How are you guys? This is uh, Brian and Sarah of Unsettling Toy, Removal and Rehoming. How are you guys? Oh, we are great. How are you? Uh, we have so many questions. Um, <laughs> I saw an article on you guys, I think like a week or two ago, and went to the website because I was like, wait, 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 wait. I looked at the gallery first. I think it was a gallery of some of your uh, Instagram and I was like, this is so much, so much nope. nope oh my nope, gosh, nope. Did, any of them, did any of them stand out in particular? Um, so many that I couldn't tell you. Uh, <laughs> then we're and, doing our job. Yeah, I mean, we are an unsettling doll kind of house, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> but there were some in there that I was like, oh no, no, no. Um, <laughs> So I, I, I went to your website. Uh, I've, I've been looking up on you guys. And so I, just can you share with the audience the whole premise of how this business started? Yeah, we were, we were just sitting around one day and Brian was looking at some weird thing that somebody gave us. And he said, you know, someone should take all the toys that everybody has from their childhood that, you know, they're afraid of. Because we found most people have something in their house that they wish wasn't there. Um, 
you know, from their childhood or that they've inherited. And he said, we should find a way to get those items to the people who really like this scary, creepy looking stuff, because there's the people who are scared of the stuff and want it out. And then there's an equal number of people who are looking for weird stuff and want to put it on their bookshelf. <laughs> and so, right. so uh, then we started the business just kind of, you know, lightheartedly. We didn't think it'd take off quite so much, but once we launched the, launched the Instagram, then, uh, a, there were a lot of people who were looking to get rid of stuff and a lot of people who were looking to adopt. Sarah actually gave me the best gift ever. It was uh, on my 50th or my 50th birthday, birthday, birthing anniversary. She gifted me with the website and the um, business cards and stickers and stuff. And we kind of thought, oh, that'd be kind of funny to do with friends and and like maybe you know, drop in on some people and take a toy away. And, and from then, uh, it's just been, uh, awesome after awesome after awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe <clears throat> a screenplay pitch to LA called unsettling toy story. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you never know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, can we can we start with the first one, the the rabbit, the flat rabbit? Creeperton. Um, <laughs> can we talk about Creeperton? Who is your logo? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah found him. I did. I was helping right about the time Brian and I were talking about starting the business. I was helping one of my good friends clean out uh, one of her relatives' houses, and she'd been staying at that house with her children. And so I was cleaning her children's room and taking stuff out from under the bed. And Creeperton was under her son's bed. And I asked her, I was like, what the heck is this? And, and she looks at it and her jaw kind of drops. And she said, I don't know. I've never seen that thing before in my life. <laughs> and it, was, it was so weird. And so I said, should I should I throw it away? And she said, mm, yeah, throw that away. But then I just kind of kept thinking about it. Like, oh man, Ryan and I've been talking about, you know, this business of getting creepy things out of people's houses. I'm like, I just found one. And so I threw it away. But then later in the day, I was like, you know, I kind of want the creepy bunny. And she's like, oh my God, take the creepy bunny. And so I, I went to look in the trash can the trash bag and he wasn't there um but later when we were doing a check through the house i went back up to the kids room and creeperton was actually on the stairs on the way up to the kids room and so he must have fallen out of the trash bag i'm not totally sure or but, he floated right it was it was really <laughs> creepy and like very meant to be it was the strangest thing ever and i'm still not totally okay with it well i just wonder and no one knows how the heck this thing got there. No, uh, she actually asked the whole family. No one's, no one has ever seen it before, and they were all delighted that I took it. That is so bizarre. I think Creeperton looks like he needs a hug. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he he, he really. <laughs> most of these do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they look like they need a some love, <laughs> or they've been loved to pieces. Yeah. There's, oh, those two. there's a lot of those. Now, do do a lot of the um, do some of the toys are some of the toys searchable on a Google search based on uh, labeling or tags or anything else, or do you find that a lot of them are just kind of we have no idea like uh, they were made in you know Europe, America, Toys R Us, whatever? Are they just kind of all mis mysteries. 
a lot of them are searchable, but really our best resources are our clients. When we put something new up on Instagram, um, there are a lot of our clients who know so much about dolls and toys and they can, they will identify it so fast. You wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> wow. That's pretty amazing. I mean, it's a, such a small world now with um, Instagram and stuff that people can follow each other and chime in. Yeah. yeah. Really now do you plan on keeping some of them for like a future museum project or something are you going are you going to try to ha rehouse all of them and if you can rehouse all of them i have a few relatives i'd like for you to take <laughs> <laughs> well we do have a um a growing um what's permanent the right yeah permanent collection um of of just the just the that we sort of fall for you know? Yeah, which is all Brian. But first, Brian was like, "Nope, everything's up for adoption," and I kind of liked a few of them. And then over time, he, like, he likes way more of them than I do, and like enough to want to keep them. Yeah, I, I uh, apparently I didn't know this before uh, the business started, but I guess I'm a big softy. <laughs> I had no now, idea. Were, were were both of you into sort of unsettling things before this, like movies and stories and whatnot? We both were. Yeah, that's pretty much how we bonded immediately uh, uh, when we met was was our love for like horror film yeah. or. Um, yeah, any of those uh, any of spooky stories and, and just, you know, this holiday season, you know, it, it's really the best. Well, our house, if I can speak for us, Steve. Yes, go. <laughs> our house used to kind of always win the annual, you know, gift card for the Halloween decorations every year because our house became such a like spook fest. <laughs> I love and, it. Uh, and so we, we don't really do that anymore, but we did have like, I did have a neighbor once knock on my door and say, hi, has anyone talked to you about your decorations? And I was like, oh my God, all the parents are just raving and taking photos and blah, blah. And she said, yeah, I'm not that neighbor. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what were your decorations? Well, we both have been in theater for quite some time. So between uh, show props and different things, I mean, there was a couple of like statues from a production of Miss Saigon that Stephen kind of upstairs turned into the headless uh, horseman. And but she wasn't scared about that. She was scared specifically. Oh, because it had just come out. And I had an it. Out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and his eyes—I had light up like deadlights in his eyes. And he was in the little drainage area. He was—he was coming out from the sewer. <laughs> oh my gosh! So like, so like Tim Curry or like, or the know, newer one? The yeah. newer one. The newer oh, one. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure that she had something that that you didn't like to. <laughs> well, yeah, values. Uh, we <laughs> we um. But I said to myself, isn't that a teachable moment? If your child is terrified at these, and these were, I will say, right by the bus stop. Um, oh my gosh. But that's a real, all the other kids were who had parents who were like, it's Halloween, dude. That's all it is. Right. We just left the neighbors 20 minutes ago and the neighbors said, oh my God, what are you guys doing for Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> but that one parent... Um, just basically chose instead to overparent and say, can you take this down? Of course we didn't. Right. Um, right. But I will say this, and I wish I had photos of it. This was on an old phone. Maybe it'll pop up in Facebook memories. How freaking sad is that? Um, but uh, we did one year do a creepy doll party 
out in the backyard. That is interesting. Tell we us about that. Up like dolls. No, no, we just had creepy dolls, dolls everywhere that were sitting at a little table with like antique china cups and like a sugar bowl that was full of eyeballs, you know. Yeah, that that sounds like that would be right. That we can throw that together so fast here. You're you're having they they're having that tea party right now. You just don't know it. It's oh yeah. yeah, the second we leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are in Portland. Yeah. Which I hear is like an amazing sort of art artsy town, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of uh, support here for people to do exactly whatever you know speaks to them, and so we're we're glad for that because ours is a little extra quirky. So, what's the process if anyone wants to maybe get something to you? Do you take people driving by your house and dropping things off in the porch? Do most people mail you stuff? Is everyone expecting the the cute little video of you unwrapping and talking about things? What's the, <laughs> what's, the what's the process? Yeah. Um, so as far as acquiring, um, we it happens in so many different ways. We have people reach out to us over the uh, the internet, and uh, you know, gosh, I've got this thing that I've had for so long, and it's and and it creeps everybody out, and and but we've had it so long that we love it and we just want to find a new home, you know, rather than throwing it away or, or so they contact us and, and, you know, we, we take them in and. Yeah. But, but like just last week, someone actually drove some dolls up from central California and brought them to Brian. Um, oh my and, God. Yeah. <laughs> or, or sometimes people just put them all in a box and write a note like do not contact us about these and mail them you know yeah. there's a, a whole lot of variety uh depending on how attached they are to the thing and how terrified they are of it and we do we've done a couple pop-up shops too where people have just come and dropped off <laughs> yeah but it, it it is it's it's pretty fun to uh to meet the people that i mean we've done it a year and a half and it's all been you know covid time so uh, very little person-to-person -person interaction, and and it maybe that's starting to happen a little bit more now, and and um, it just makes it that much more special. It's it's so much fun. Yeah, and when, when it's a local removal, we'll some we'll meet people here locally in Portland, and we met a there was a parent, and her son was just horrified of her childhood toys and she didn't want to throw them away but he he noped them pretty hard so uh we met them and you know picked those up and i couldn't believe it brian's brian's like are you glad they're gone and the kid was like uh-huh and brian says except for the one under your bed <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember saying that but it, it's true to character i'm sure yeah yeah <laughs> oh you do too remember. i sort of yeah maybe i remember um so uh, okay, I, the meme of this little doll coming out of the box looks like a commercial. Yeah, it's terrifying for the. Um, if so, I guess a lot of people are probably reaching out to <clears throat> from your images on Instagram if they want something. Yeah, yeah. If someone's interested in one, then they contact us um, and usually get a little more information. Like we. We don't ever say for sure something is haunted or not haunted. Um, we just take the stories that come with each toy and pass them along as they are, because we don't want to pass it through our lens at all. Our, um, we want to just sort of keep exactly the story that it came with and pass that along. So people will write to us and we'll give them the story that, that came with the toy. Um, and sometimes that story is they dropped it off and left, you know, but sometimes they're a lot more 
more complex. <laughs> and then um, they'll decide if they think that's a good fit. Some people will do uh, remote psychic readings or in-person readings um, if they're looking for something that's with spirit. Uh, some people want something cute. Some people want something antique looking. Some people want something just like torn apart and scary looking. Um, so we, we try to carefully match people with toys so that they don't come back to us. Yeah, and you might also be contacted by some like film people looking for that specific prop as well. Um, occasionally someone will ask us about an event or a set of photos. Uh, and we do sometimes lend toys out, but we always make sure, you know, because they come to us for careful rehoming, we make sure to honor that and, um, and find them good homes rather than just, just selling them or, or letting them be used permanently for something that wasn't intended. Right, 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 right. Um, so how, uh, okay, so I want, let's say I want to adopt a toy. Is that process, is there an application on your website? Like, what's the deal with that? There's no application. So generally what people will do is they'll get online and, and, and find something in the uh, unsettlingly available uh, page. And that has all everything that, you know, that is available at the time. Um, and they'll reach out and, uh, you know. Uh, it's really personalized. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's just it gives us an opportunity to get to know, know them. And, and, uh, and I, th I think that, I think that they like that there's no just push a button and get it thing. I think there's, a, I think people really need the <laughs> interaction. Yeah. The personalization it's because each, each one of the toys that we get get are so unique. You know, they, they all have a history and they all have bumps and, and damage a little bit or stories that go with them. And so it's not a new thing where you can just know it's a good fit for you. You know, they're, they're really individual. So there's, there's, there's dolls that have, or toys, I, I shouldn't say dolls. It's not strictly dolls. Um, there are toys that have like a good energy about them, but that there are toys that have a bad energy about them. Am I right about that? It depends, I think, on your definition of bad. I think it really depends on what you want in your home. Um, but there are certainly ones that are mischievous or um, angry or um, there are some that, that seem kind of sad. Those are the ones Brian always wants to keep. Yeah, I'm a big Cure fan, so I keep everything that has a, a um, frown on its face. Yes, so. he does. I can, <laughs> I can confirm that. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of, a lot of things throughout throughout all of the perspectives that we get to hear from people, which is really a privilege. We really like hearing the different perspectives um, and religions and beliefs about the afterlife and um, uh, just kind of beliefs about the universe from all the different people we get to interact with. Something that is very, very common is the belief in energies. And um, a lot of, a lot of ours actually come with very positive energy. People have loved them and, want to keep them, but someone new to the family is frightened by them or a pet barks at them or, um, you know, a child says that they hear voices at night coming from them or, um, but something in, in common with almost everything we get is that people feel an energy from it, which um, people have a lot of different beliefs about where that comes from, whether it's a 
you know, a person's spirit or whether it's energy that's attached to it or, um, you know, uh, something completely different uh, <laughs> or spells or, you know, everyone interprets it differently through their own lens. But but the belief in energy and getting a, a feeling from an object is is nearly universal. Like a lot of our clients have that in common. Okay, so tell me about like the standouts. Who are the like superstars of the collection that like really give you goosebumps? Um, well, okay, so we recently got these um, um, shrinking violet um, toys in from from a person that that drove them up and and I met in my living room. Yeah. Um, and they are uh, we posted pictures of them on the Instagram. Yeah, I and they, saw they, them. Are they handmade? No, no, they were made in the '60s, mass-produced, and they they have a little, a little uh, uh, talk box in there. So you pull the string, and it says various things. But you know, they look, you know, pretty horrifying. Yeah. But but they they came from a, a a nicest lady who loved them so much and just didn't want them. She wanted to, them to go to a a family that that can look past that i think mm -hmm. i think that well and can i say all three shrink and violets have already found families and it's only yeah. been a couple days yeah yeah they're, oh, they're that's already fantastic yeah they they just look so horrific but they they have such a beautiful energy and they come from such a beautiful home it 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 it's pretty wild yeah. I, I love that kind of stuff well and then we've also got maria who is a life-sized very lifelike in some ways, medical dummy, medical mannequin um, used for, I, I believe, training nurses. She has like a soft pad on her arm for giving shots. And she has um, just strange little, strange little things about her that you would tell that people would be practicing if they were, you know, practicing learning medicine. Yeah. Um, but she looks really horrifying. We got her from someone in Texas and they, um, Actually, as they were driving home after buying her, uh, I think he got in a car accident. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and so, uh, and she was just way too creepy for that family. And so Maria is one of our, I mean, Maria gets fan mail regularly. Like yeah. there are a lot of people who are super into Maria. Okay, and wait, he's, wait. She's really strange. Hold on one second. The doll gets fan mail. The life-size medical mannequin, yes, gets fan mail. Yeah. Quite quite a lot of it, right? And yeah, fan art and, yeah. like, emails and, like, oh, my goodness. Like, I think Maria's more popular than us. Yeah, I'm definitely jealous of Maria. I cannot even imagine who the people are who are writing letters to a doll, but that's incredible. <laughs> Can you see Maria on the website? She's pretty striking. Like, she's she's got a – she looks like – I don't know. She's hard to explain, but she doesn't have any eyes. And like she she's she's intense. And like she my brain personally reads her as a human. So if I walk in a room, like, you know how you sort of just are always aware of what humans are around you? Like my brain tracks Maria that way. So like I'll startle if I forget she's there or um <laughs> It's, it's interesting. She's completely life-sized and all her joints move correctly and her feet look more realistic than mine do. <laughs> um, uh, we're on your Instagram right now looking. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, I'm going to the website. It may be a little farther down on the Instagram. Yeah, she's on the website under permanent collection, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I just have to quickly hit on the uh, services we provide. Um, <laughs> 
You guys, did you write this, Sarah? <laughs> yes. She is guilty. <laughs> it's. Uh, I, I think I, we already touched on the services. You, I, I teed this up on uh, our little mini episode on Sunday, so I already read this. So I'll, I'll just tell our listeners to just check out your website to see the services we provide. <laughs> because you know sometimes they come back. Right. Um, right. That's uh, it's a you know full guarantee. Well, and we haven't had to re-remove a toy yet, like where it goes back to where it came from, but we have had several <laughs> people ship them right back to us. You're kidding. No, no. Um, they'll, uh, several times, usually it's a family member where they'll get it home and someone will be like, ah, get that out of here. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God, we found Maria. <laughs> oh. Maria's, uh, is fantastic. She's a special one. Yep, yep. How do you have that in your house? She's sitting behind us right now. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm the lucky one that has it in my living room. Right, she used <laughs> to be in my basement. That is one of the most terrifying looking things I've ever seen. <laughs> well, she has a lot of fans. <laughs> that is incredible. Um, wow, I just get goosebumps looking at her. Yeah, she's she is intense. She is really one of our most intense pieces. Definitely. Definitely. Um, okay. Uh, wow. Can you see the picture of her feet? Is there a picture of her feet there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she has better feet than us. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. I'm looking through the other permanent collections here. Uh, now, has this completely like sort of changed your life? I mean, is it taking over? more than what you thought was going to be just kind of fun? Is it now like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure it has um, in, in, in a great way. I mean, we really thought it was just going to be, you know, us in our small little Portland town kind of having a fun with it. And, and it's turned pretty, pretty crazy and, and, and super awesome. I mean, so much fun. <laughs> Like we did, we had the opportunity to go on a London morning talk show and that's just something that would have never happened. Yeah. You know, so all these, all these, you know, every interview is, is a blast and, and we're just having such a great time with it. So that was like what? 1am, 3am your time. (laughs) 3am our time. And he was like, can you get some more light in there? And like, I was like, no, it's (laughs) (laughs) 3am. Right. Oh my gosh. Can we do the lunch show instead? <laughs> so there's a doll um that's leg broke. Claudia. Claudia, yeah. Can you tell us Claudia's details? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um Claudia is probably the one that I'm the most wary of. Mm. Um she came to us by uh from a family who uh who received her in kind of an an odd way? A and, weird, oh, oh, way like someone they didn't know very well gave it gave the doll to their young daughter. Yeah, and and so it was up on a shelf, and it fell over, and its leg kind of snapped off. And uh, the 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 um, father kind of taped it back on, and and everything was fine until their daughter broke the same leg in the same spot. Like less than a week later. Yeah. So and then it was they they just boxed it up, oh. wouldn't tell us any of the history before it arrived. Well, 
well, but 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 some time passed between the leg break. Oh, okay, because yeah. Then they they kept it and they put it really carefully. They were like, "Oh, that is super not cool," and they put it in the top of the closet. And things were okay for right. a while. But then when the girl was about four and was old enough to like, you know, was a lot more verbal and a little older, she started telling her parents that someone was calling her name from the closet at That's night. Right. That's right. And they were like, uh, oh, no. Yeah. And so then then Park Brian said, like, they boxed her up and didn't want to give a whole lot of information until she arrived safely with us. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been keeping the foot separate from her just in case. Um, so she can't run too fast? Yeah. So I don't. I prefer that she not chase me. <laughs> where, 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 where's the foot? The, the the foot is in my the foot is in my car, which the is dumbest place you could possibly keep it. The, the foot is in my car, and and I'm gonna bring it in because actually it's it's strange that since I put the the foot in the car, it's kind of in the back. The back window has been acting up and rolling down on its own. Yeah, and that's true. I saw it happen. Brian's bananas. Like, like it's doing it, and I look and like it completely is rolling itself down. Like his yeah. back back seat behind the driver, like where the foot is, rolls itself down in the car and it did not do that before. Yeah, so we're gonna take that foot and reunite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's foot loose and fancy free, right? <laughs> it, it, it is foot loose and fancy free. Um, I think it just wants to be reunited. That's, ah, uh, uh, I But there's something else about that doll. Like, was there some kind of like computer issues or electronics? Right, yeah, yeah. Um, Upstairs, um, I, I live in a, in a duplex, um, and I have an upstairs neighbor that, that when I brought that doll in, um, her computer crashed. She had all kinds of uh, electronic issues upstairs, and, and she was blaming it on uh, Claudia for sure. Yeah, it happened right at the same time. It was right very at the same strange. Time. Claudia's a pretty intense doll. Yeah. Um, how did... <laughs> I, I, like I said, I just have so many. How, what do your, so your neighbor knows you have a, a, a house full of creepy dolls. How do they feel about this? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she definitely knows. She, um, we've, we've talked about it and, and she, she gets a, um, an, she, she feels something from down here, you know, I mean. And has seen a few things. Yeah. 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 yeah the corner of your eye kind of thing. Um, I, I didn't grow up in a, um, in a family that, that was very, uh, um, not a family of believers. Yeah. No, right. So, uh, you know, being so close to somebody that, that really feels these things, uh, is, is, is super interesting to me. And, um, yeah, she uh, she definitely gets a feel. Wow, um, I, I, I'm, I'm we're still scrolling through your Instagram, getting all the feels uh, as well as these, <laughs> as these eyes uh, or sometimes lack of stare back at you. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's so so, Brian. How do you sleep at night? I, you know, I'm not very well, <laughs> not very well, but I don't, I, I attribute it just to being 52 and <laughs> not being able to sleep. But, um, you know, it, it is an, it can be unnerving, you know, um, we, we keep them out, you know, so that they're comfortable. You, I try to make them as, 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 uh, comfortable as possible because I, you know, 
being that I don't know. Yeah, they've rather taken <laughs> over the couch right now. Yeah, they're all over the couch. But um, you know, sometimes you like I'm kind of a bigger guy, and sometimes I'll I'll wander around, and the hardwood floors will move a little bit, and and you'll get that uh, that little that little uh, music from some of the music One box of the music ones, boxes, uh -huh. you know, and, and it just kind of gets your, yeah, it gets you, you the shivers, you know, gives you the, the chills a little bit, but. And Maria gives everyone the chills when, when my kids used to be down in the basement at night, you know, cause that's where their Xbox was <laughs> with Maria. They would definitely like, I'd come down and they'd have like posed her. So she's facing away from them. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. It's so funny because I was, I went looking for, my creepy dolls that I had for that from that thing because I just recently got the Halloween decorations down from the attic and I can't find them anywhere. Uh, just yeah. there under your bed. I mean, <laughs> it's I looked in all the boxes they could be in and they're not there. So I just thought that was a fun tidbit to tell you that I couldn't find my creepy dolls to send you a picture because they're off somewhere doing something. I don't know. I think they're on their way here. No. I think they're I was, probably. I was going to say, if they're not, as soon as I find them, I'm sending them your way. <laughs> well, it's a very safe place, and we'll we'll place them with with love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I I have to tell you one last thing that's kind of interesting tie-in. There's um, there's a Christmas story that has never been uh, adapted onto the stage or a cartoon or anything called the Christmas Angel, and Matthew and I write uh, musicals and stuff, and we're we've been asked to uh, adapt this. It's a 1910 uh, story. <laughs> it's all about toys. It's all about a box wow. of toys that are no longer loved. wanted or loved. Wow! And each one of them, she's gonna throw it. It's it's almost like a Scrooge story, but it's a woman, and she has these toys, and she's about to toss them into the fire, each one, and then she can't quite bear to do it so she throws it out onto the streets and they all get a second chance and they all get a second chance oh, look at that do, do that's like, perfect do you like kids walk by and find them yes yeah, yeah. so it's like um unsettling toys the musical, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> i love it so much <laughs> yeah yeah we'll have to like keep an eye open and, and maybe see yeah. that when when you when you what's it called again the christmas angel yeah christmas if you google angel. it i love it if you Google it, you can only find the story. Evidently, no one has ever furthered this into a cartoon or a movie or anything, which is so fascinating. Um, the woman who wrote it, is her name is Abby Farwell Brown. Wow. Um, and it's a really weird read. The way it's written is very archaic. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the story, it's like, oh, I get it now. These These... Yeah, it's a big redemption story about the people and the toys. Well, and, and the Christmas angel is actually like a little figurine. Um, and so my husband read it first. And I said to him one day, well, how's it going? And he said, well, everything just changed because the angel started talking to the woman. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that definitely changes things. <laughs> <laughs> and what what the doll? There's a there's a, a there's several different toys. There's a um, what they call the flanton dog, who is like a stuffed dog, but his stuffing's kind of worn out, and he's made out of corduroy. There's a um, a jack in the box. There's an ark 
that has the different animals, you know, like the Ark of the Co- what is it? Not the Ark of the Covenant. That's Indiana Noah's Jones. Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. Ark. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my biblical knowledge is not what it used to be. Um, <laughs> then uh, there's a a doll who is like a, a porcelain doll, but she's quite a bit cracked now. She's really old, um, but she still thinks she's beautiful. Um, <laughs> are you so, are you adapting it as a musical? Yes, absolutely. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun story. And I, I I, was doing the research for this episode and, you know, reading stuff on you guys, watching some of your videos. And I, it just, we've been working on this for a couple months and uh, I just stopped everything. It was like, we're writing a musical about unsettling toys. And we're talking <laughs> yes. to the unsettling toys people. Right. We are unsettling toys East and they're unsettling toys West. West yeah. <laughs> we should franchise out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. We really appreciate it, Brian and Sarah. You guys are terrific. We can find you. Uh, I love the uniformity in your socials. P.S. makes it so easy to find you. Um, Who would have thought? No one's ever said that before, I guess. (laughs) All right. Right. Yeah, you can find them basically on every platform at Unsettling Toys. Um, I highly recommend their Instagram, their YouTube, everything. Uh, and so we we really appreciate you guys spending time with us. If you ever fly to Washington, D.C., we are like right beside the Pentagon. So stop over. Ooh, we will. We will. We will. I would love to. I would love to visit over there. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll take care. And I will uh, send you the link when this is all ready to go. It'll probably be up uh before bed tonight. Woo! All right. Thank you so much. And watch out for wherever your creepy dolls are hiding. I'm, yeah. I'm watching. And I've, I've got you guys on speed dial for when they show up. I'm moving. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. 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 Wow, that was really, really fun. Um, that was fun. It felt, it felt like one of those conversations of someone that I feel like I've either already met or we should meet. Like, like, oh my gosh, sure. we've got such the same, uh, our kind of people. Yeah, same humor, same <laughs> thoughts. I am not joking about those dolls, though. I have no idea where they went, Matthew. And that really is. Can we get rid of them? No, it's really. Unsettling. Bum, bum, bum. We'll post all the links uh, to Unsettling Toys in uh, our description. If you want to know a little bit more about us, you can... Maybe we'll write... Uh, I'm sorry. Maybe we could write <laughs> Unsettling Toys like a lullaby for their... For a jingle. A jingle based like a lullaby. Oh, like a out-of-tune kind of like minor lullaby. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> yeah, just like that. It'll sound better, guys. Yeah. Um, all right. If you want to learn more about us, uh, please visit www.connorsmithmusicals.com. That's Connor with an ER. You can find us on social media. Well, really just Facebook under Connor and Smith again with an ER. Um, please like review, subscribe to this podcast really helps us out a bunch. Share it with all your friends. Hey, there's a merch store. Have you heard? We have all great new, uh, fall season two merchandise, there is an amazing campfire hoodie. You need it in your life. Hell, also, not, and I'll put the, the link in the description, but also Unsettling Toys has a great t-shirt. You should check it out. Um, Brian's quite fond of himself in it if you see on his YouTube videos. Uh, so 
other than that, I'm missing anything? Nope. All right. Well, then, as we always say in season two, never, never stop questioning. questioning. Bye, everybody. Bye.